You're listening to Riverview Church Conversations, a podcast for the spiritually curious. Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast today. You're joined, as always, by me, Ryan and Reese. Hello. hello, friends. How's it going? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing really well. I'm, I'm keeping calm in the storm. Yes, we're in the eye of it at the moment. It's blowing a gale. Well, it's actually not. It's stopped. But yeah. it's been Yeah, so if crazy. you do hear a bit of rattling, it's uh, because we've met a hurricane. It's been the great storm of 2020. That's right. Now, what's, what's been happening, Reese? What have you been up to? Oh, sick children. Mm-hmm. Bit of uh, Riverview Church live stream Sunday stuff going on. Yeah. Um, that's basically it. You feel like you're getting back to a little bit more normality Almost. in life? I feel like we're like the maybe not the end is in sight, but starting to think about what it might look like when we're allowed to actually um, hang out with a few more people again, mm. which is in some ways it's it's a bit exciting because um, you know it'd be nice to see everyone again. Mm. Even though I'm a hardcore introvert, I'm, I'm feeling like it's about time to to get back and see some people. But um, by the same token, it's a little bit uh, of an unknown because it's it's like there's this unspoken thing with people mm. these days that we, we're not going to go back to the same thing. No, yeah. So but there's what pressure is, around that kind of, yeah. it's, it's a bit weird. I'm also worried, I'm thinking to myself, well, once this is all over, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like COVID has shaped the communications coming out of every single organization Absolutely. worldwide. And so I feel like now once it's gone, it's like, well, what do we say? Yeah, what did we talk about beforehand? Did we talk about like movies and food and stuff like that? Yeah, know. maybe. We went to the movies, we watched sport. There's a lot of um, yeah. we're all in this together messaging. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw a, a funny tweet the other day. So funny, you guys are going to love it. No, you're probably not. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was like the tweet was from some major US airline that said, we're all in this together. And then someone replied, where were you when my bag was 36 kilos? It's true. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah. Very true. That's true. That's yes. true. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens over the mm. coming months. It's mm. uh, exciting times. Now, today uh, you've joined us for a fun episode. This one is a little different to our regular uh, programmed episodes. Um, if you've been listening for a little while with us, you would know that normally we have a bit of a check in at the start, and then we uh, go into an interview where we kind of um, chat with someone who is a little more experienced, uh, a little more researched <laughs> than we are on any given topic. Yeah, yeah, to help us um, guide the conversation that we're going to have for that day. And then often um, at the end for some of the episodes, we've kind of debriefed and, and just shared our thoughts. But today uh, we thought we would just do something a little different simply because uh, we've been doing our podcast for a little bit over two months now. And man, there's been so much gold in there that we kind of wanted to just take a moment just to to stop and just reflect, to recap, to look back um, at some of the things that that we've been wrestling with and learning and journeying through. And so we actually hope that this episode is helpful for you. Um, and maybe as we talk about some of the topics, we may encourage you to make sure you've listened to, to certain podcasts uh, because we've found the journey really helpful. Reese, standouts, things, what's what's coming to mind? Oh, well, I mean, we started we started doing this so that we could actually have a chat about some of the things that maybe we don't talk about or, mm. or don't have a space to talk about. Mm. And even in the 10 or so episodes that we've done, I feel like the um, the door's been pried open to mm. start to talk about mm. that. I mean, I think of the, the anxiety podcast we did yeah. with Rhea. I think about the Dealing with Change podcast we did with Tanya Watson. That was... The first one for me, where I was like, "Well, this is this is yeah. a very present 
conversation and it's something that's hitting me deeply. And I think early on, the first few podcasts, the the big thing I was noticing was a thread around vulnerability and honesty mm, and mm. and that it's actually okay to not have it all together. Yeah, yeah. In church life, in 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 broader questions of faith and, and conversations around all of that. Sometimes mm-hmm. we feel like we should be better Christians or have it all together or uh, be doing um, differently mm. than what we currently are. And it's actually, it's actually okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to have some mental health issues. It's okay to struggle with change. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, o- it's okay to wrestle with faith, which I suppose is the what we're trying to do. Having these chats is to actually wrestle and 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 reckon with our faith journey. Yeah, yeah. And often it's around the things that we're experiencing with um, maybe the, the the promises that we read in scripture and um, the the reality is that is sometimes a struggle, isn't it? Like, I, I mean, you know, th- that's something that we don't just do in a single moment, but it's done over a lifetime of, of journeying with God, of trusting him, of being in a relationship with, with other followers of Jesus. And I've really enjoyed the conversations as well. And, and for me, it's it's a similar motif, I think, um, that has come out, out around that that honesty um, and, and what it looks like to be a person of, of humility, of vulnerability, of recognizing the fact that we're all still in process. Mm, yeah. Um, we, we haven't arrived um, that you know, certainty and completion is like this weird illusionary thing that maybe doesn't exist as much as I would, I would like it to. And, you know, I think back to, I mean, I really enjoyed our conversation with Rick about lament. Uh, I feel like in the moment that was one of the conversations where I don't know if I got as much out of it yeah. in the moment, but it's probably been in the weeks that have followed as I've been thinking about some of the things that yeah. um, he was talking about that have been really helpful. Um, especially when it comes to dealing with difficult situations and being okay to acknowledge that my life is not going the way I planned it to this year, but it's actually okay. Yeah, certainty Um, really is like grasping for air. I think we've used that phrase a couple of times, at least mm, in our mm. our chats, whether or not they're recorded on the podcast, but it actually is an illusion. Um, we, we will never attain the heights that we really desperately want to attain. Mm, you know, we yeah. might achieve a certain level of success or a certain level of security um, uh, materially yeah, or yeah. inner security, but the quest never, mm. we cannot exhaust the human craving for those things. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay to like, come to a place to realize that actually it's. Um, it's okay to be you. It's mm. okay to have frailties. Mm. It's okay to um, to not have it all together. It's okay to not be complete. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to not have the answers. Yeah, and I think it's interesting, right? Because in throughout our conversations, we're, we've often taught that sometimes being complete or thinking you are complete is the exact spot that you you don't necessarily want to be because it's mm. that place that you you know it gets risky. It's kind of like that change conversation with mm. Tanya, you know. If you feel like you're controlling everything, you've often <laughs> there's a bloodbath that's following yeah, you, yeah. and um, yeah, I've found that a, a great wrestling partner over the last couple of weeks. Now, of course, like all of these conversations that we're having, um, it's important to mention that they're not happening in a vacuum. No. Um, of course, for both you and I, um, there's lots of other conversations happening in our lives. There's lots of 
um, you know, maybe books we're reading, podcasts we're listening to, uh, broader conversations mm. that were happening, things that are happening in our world. And I think that's actually been a great conversation partner for the things we have talked about on this podcast. Um, you know, because obviously a lot of the conversations we have had have been coming out of the the COVID situation. Yeah. Uh, but that's not always going to be the thing that's guiding and shaping the conversations we're having. But inevitably there are things in our lives that are happening that are making us ask certain questions. Mm. Uh, what have been some of the things that you've been diving into as well, Reese? like other bits of content, other conversation partners? I generally have a kind of a diet of things that I would um, delve into. So some of that is uh, kind of heady, podcasty type stuff. Mm. But for the most part, I'm, I, I, I walk a line between um, burying my head in the sand and being a little bit choosing to be maybe mm. in denial mm. about some of the stuff because I don't want to deal with it. Mm. I don't really want to look at a thorny question. I don't really want to yeah, be yeah. dwelling too much on that because that leads to that and that leads to that. Yeah. And if I spend too much time thinking about um, something I find problem in my faith or that I'm dealing with, then that will kind of eventually, it's just going to be too much mental gymnastics mm. for me. So I mm. will tend to either um, find something that suits mm. or I will um, bury my head in the sand and yeah. find some bubble gum for the mind. Mm. And there's definitely be some some major food for thought this time around though. I, like, uh, I, I can't, I can't, Shake the the question, the topic of gentleness in leadership and dealing with change that Tanya mm. Tanya mm. brought up. That's mm. a major thing for me that I just keep on thinking about, keep on chewing over. And particularly, I suppose um, that in tandem with the parenting conversation, um, you know, gen- like I, I may have mentioned, gentleness is not my um, my uh, <laughs> my normal mode of <laughs> like operation. So, so it's almost like the things that we've been chatting on have almost been enough, <laughs> yeah. enough of a. Uh, enough to chew on in my life rather than and I and I'm not someone to kind of um to listen to message after message after message after message or churn through christian book after christian book or mm. listen to worship song after worship song my diet of things that I chew on is varied yeah yeah but in this season it's like the things that we seem to be talking about are food enough yeah, 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 like yeah. It, they they keep on coming up and I can't quite shake them mm. yeah it's good i i feel like one of the the things that has been highlighted, you know, along the journey so far, kind of related to that honesty and vulnerability thing is just that idea of listening and listening more. Um, yeah, getting better at not assuming that I have all the answers mm. or even that I my side of the beach ball is all the truth there is. I think you used yeah. that analogy very early on. But that there are other perspectives that I don't always see. And by listening... I'm not necessarily putting myself in danger, but I'm I'm actually placing myself in a better position to understand and to love yeah. and to um, respond in a better way. And so I, yeah, throughout this journey, that's just been the thing that's been hammering me again and again is, hey, listen before you speak. Um, try and understand better. Be willing to ask the questions. Um, and because you've listened, respond accordingly. Like I think, I think to myself about, uh, when someone would come up to Jesus and would say, um, ask him a question, right? Mm. Like, and Jesus listens well enough and then he asks the question back. He doesn't just respond with like he's got the answers because he wants to listen again to hear the motive. And based on discernment, then he's going to respond differently because he's actually listened well. So mm. someone will come up and say, well, what are the greatest commandments? 
and he says, well, what do you think they are? I don't think he's asking that because, you know, like yeah. he needs to know what Doesn't they know. think. Yeah. But he's asking that because by listening, he actually understands something of the person mm. and why they're asking the question. And so that's actually going to allow the way that then he loves and he mm. responds and um, he enters into conversation with that person. Mm. And so I think that's something that's just been standing out again and again. How how do I listen well? Which is, it's hard. It's What you're saying is almost indicative of the times we live in, you know, like everyone is trying to tie down a person to mm. a viewpoint or um, a statement or yeah, yeah. a belief or tell me what you think. Yeah. You want it in a in a, a tweetable sentence, yeah. Right? Like, whether it be in yeah. the public domain or whether it be uh, person to person, we don't really like the grey. No, we want to know what people think, and um, we want them to pin it down. The arrived goal, like the end of the process yeah. result, which I, uh, you know, as we've been talking about, it we don't seem to get there. Often. No, no, you never do. You never do. Um, and the gray is an uncomfortable place. It's uncomfortable to be in the middle space along the journey. You know, mm. we all want to have arrived, and none of us have. Mm. Yet we've started. <laughs> so it's like this. Um, this uh, sometimes it can feel a little bit like you're on the treadmill. Mm. I suppose. Yeah. But I'm trying. I'm. I'm learning to enjoy the gray. Yeah, learning yeah, yeah. to enjoy the questioning because invariably, I suppose, the more questions we ask, the less I feel I know. Yeah, yeah. Or the more yeah. assumptions I have are challenged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm learning to enjoy that more and more rather than have it freak me out, mm. you know? But I think that's part of the, the, the fun in all of this, right, is the gray I think is actually where we're meant to be because it's where we're learning, it's where we're growing, it's where we haven't made up our mind about every single detail. Like mm. I think to myself again about um, the disciples we read in Scripture, like there's many churches out there and maybe even our own at times where we would say, hey, you know, you just got to believe and then you can mm. start to follow Jesus. But these guys walked around with him being confused by him for three years. And for mm. the most part, it wasn't until two and a half years in that they actually go, okay, I feel like I'm starting to come mm. to a conclusion. Yeah. But that conclusion didn't always last long because it led to other repercussions mm. and, and all sorts of other things. But there's a beauty of being in process and allowing... Um, the truth of God to meet you in that process, not necessarily to get you to a place where I'm like I've landed and I'm I'm here mm. now. Yeah. I've got my tweetable answer about what yeah. I think about this and this and this. Um, I suppose the Christian life isn't one of you get saved or uh, born again and voila. Yeah, I'm you done. are like Christ. <laughs> I'm done. You know, you have all the things and you are you've been made complete and off you go and do good works. It's not. It's not mm. as simple as that. No. Well, I think we were talking about this off air. Like I probably remember I think I would have been, you know, um, mid-teens where I, where I thought, well, man, you know, I feel like I've been following Jesus pretty well. But when I get to like 21, my life's going to be sorted. This is this is good. Like I'm not going to need God's help in this. Mm. Like I'll have figured mm. it out. And I think uh, I've just realized as I've continued to maybe mature spiritually that you you don't ever graduate grace. Mm. You know, there's not a point that I'm going to get to in life where I no longer need the the grace and the love and the mercy of God because it's just not, I'm human. Mm. I'm fallible. I'm, I'm broken. And my wisdom is very limited. Mm. And I feel like 
whilst that can be um, confronting and upsetting for 14-year-old Ryan, it's also really liberating because it means, man, I can always just rely on the fact that even if I don't know, his grace is sufficient. Even when I'm still in process, there's no expectation for me to have arrived completely. Mm. And I I feel that's that's really liberating. Yeah, know? the being in process, so, sometimes I've felt like I'm a, I'm striving for a goal and I never get there and I'm just trash. Why was me? I'm such an awful person. <laughs> I'm no good at anything. And I'm sure like many people have kind of an, an inner uh, monologue that goes along those mm-hmm. lines mm-hmm. as well. But but being in process hints that you're actually not just trash. There's so, yeah, something redemptive yeah, yeah. happening. It's not why was me. And I think that's an important thing, at least for me it is, to to remember that actually, you know, sure, I'm broken, but... It's not all bad. Mm. It's not all like I'm not. I don't have to sit around and wallow um, in every church gathering and cry into my pillow yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and have um, just a real downcast way of living my life mm. because I am in process. Yeah, and yeah. I'm on my way towards something that is redemptive. Yeah, and I'm, and, and like we talked about before, I'm okay. Yeah, it's good. And I think that kind of highlights for me the other big motif for the thing that's that stood out on our journey so far is is around that idea of um i think the the language that rick put it was christ being formed in us uh and that is the journey and mm. the process of the faith life of following jesus is that christ would be formed in us the hope of glory and i've loved that through our conversations we've kind of talked about the fact that often the way Christ is formed in us most is the way we like him to be formed in us the yeah. least. Uh, you know, like I would much prefer Christ to be formed in me through my successes and my um, plans yeah. going in order um, as opposed to the the anxieties I face or the change or the fact that um, I wanted to lead in this way but I mm. – you know, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and, and I just, again, it's that redeeming quality that for me just brings so much liberation in that even in the bad, even in the midst of my situations not being ideal, man, God is at work because Christ is being formed in me. Well, that's that's dependent on how I Mm. Embrace what's happening to me, but I feel like that's that's just a a beautiful gift that God takes even the bad things that happen in our lives and allows them to create something in us that um, that is the hope of glory. I think so, what's that thing that you've said about um, um, treat treat hard times or treat difficulties as oh, discipline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I think it's in Hebrews eleven. I'm, I'm mm. clutching at that one. Um, yeah, endure hardship as though it's discipline. Um, it's not saying that it is discipline and, you know, you're facing hard times because there's purpose and, you know, you just face it. That's just what happens. No, it's it's redeeming. And I think the redemption of Jesus, like that's a, a major character quality mm. in Jesus. And I think as followers of his, and, and Tim mentioned this multiple occasions, we also should be redeeming people. Mm. And so with the Holy Spirit in me, I'm going to take every situation I face and, Trust that God is going to redeem something out of it. And you know what? The best thing that he can redeem out of it is that I would look a little bit more like Jesus 
in this process. That's not comfortable though. You know no. what I mean? Um, so I don't want to look like Jesus. I want to look like me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, yeah. when I look in the mirror, yeah. I want my selfish agenda to be the thing that rises and brings mm. um, and attains yeah, supremacy, yeah. you know? Well, and there was a line that Rick said and it's just been ringing over again and again in my head and he said something, this is my paraphrase. He said that um, in all of Christian lament, the goal is not about Job getting his sheep back or his flocks back, but it's about Christ being formed in us. So the goal of me bringing my trials and tribulations to God and being honest and humble and being in process is not so that I get my yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's actually so that the hope of glory is is shining more brightly through my life, which again <laughs> isn't necessarily an onward and upward. Hey, no. you've got all the good stuff now, but it's man, it's challenging. I heard it once described the, the Christian life as uh, being akin to a drunken man stumbling home late at night. <laughs> it's like he knows just because he's stumbling off side to side kind of weaving around the path, is he not finding his way back home? Mm. You know, and sometimes that's what it kind of feels like, you know, you kind of, you wobble off this way and you stumble back that way and maybe you turn around and go the wrong way, but then eventually you're like, oh, my home's over here. This is my guiding kind of light or principle Mm. or home and I'm I'm, just because I'm stumbling side to side along the path, I'm still heading there, you know. It's not to be put off by the fact that you're making a stumble here or diverting here, but, Mm. you know. Yeah, and and I just think that's part of the gift, right? Like that we get to continue walking in this journey. Like, wouldn't wouldn't it kind of suck if you you come to faith and there's like just a download that you plug yourself into, and then you're just done? It'd be easier. It would be easier, but man, <laughs> like it's be kind of boring. Like, yeah, there is a dynamic um, process involved in this where I'm maybe giving up a little bit more of my will to allow the will of Christ. Um, to, to dwell in my heart and in my mind. And I just, I kind of love that, that, that for the rest of my life, I get to keep journeying mm. maybe just a little bit more closely every day. Mm. You know, Paul talks about it. You know, inwardly I'm fading away, but I'm being renewed day by day. Mm. Hey, I, you know, I'm not necessarily about taking big strides, but tomorrow I'm going to take one step forward mm. and one step forward and keep having conversations and keep discovering uh, more of God. Which I suppose in, in some ways that notion is also a little bit countercultural to modern Christianity, which talks about, you know, taking ground for the kingdom and yeah, yeah. stretching out your your ten <laughs> pegs and campuses here and ministries there, you know. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, even with the chats that we've been having, in Christianity you can almost fall into the the trap of having a download. You can download all the theory. The self help the theology. And the, yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. some of these a lot of these topics can get quite heady when you're talking mm. about lament and um, things that people that the smartest have poured over for millennia. Mm. You know, you can easily get stuck in the yeah, yeah. in the headspace. But what you're talking about is actually, again, not so cerebral, but a more visceral mm. approach to all of these topics. You can you could probably spend weeks. Or you could probably do a paper on lament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how is that actually impacting your day to day? Yeah, yeah. Are the things that are contained in the text? And other things that the way Jesus lived his life and the way that the Holy Spirit is mm. impressing things on you, is that actually... Yeah, it's good. Is that having a difference? Is Christ being formed or are you just like stuck in your mind? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. There's a place for intellectualism. Like yeah. I, I get that and mm. I'm uh, part of that is a little bit attractive to me. And mm. 
but otherwise it's all just a bit cold and clinical, yeah, yeah. you know, if you don't Does have that interaction. Does it actually result in life change? Yeah. Or, yeah I've, I've kind of been coming back again and again to the, the prayer that Paul prays in Ephesians 3. And I thought we'd mm. just read it out on, on here. Um, it's Ephesians 3, 17 through 19. Of course, this is part of a, um, an extended dialogue, but I, I just thought I'd read a, a small bit of that prayer. And if you've been in church for any period, you would have heard this before, but Paul prays over the church in Ephesus. He says that, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, Christ in you. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and high and how deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love surpasses knowledge, Mm. that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And man, that like, every time I read that, it challenges me because all of these conversations and, and Christ being formed in me is is actually about me just coming to depths with the love that he has for me mm. and then extending that to others. And I suppose that's the, the whole the, the notion of being filled to then be poured out, I guess. Mm. Yeah, and and that's probably been the other conversation partner to all of this with me. You know, we've, we've been having conversations about all of these things. But the other thing that's been bouncing around in my head based on other conversations I've been having is just, sounds weird, but just about the priority, the most important thing. And it's actually really simple, but the hardest thing, and it's simply love. Um, you know, Jesus rolls up and he says, here's the, the greatest two commandments that we kind of talked about before. What are they? Oh, they're love God and love other people. And for all of our conversations, and you know, we enjoy having these conversations and we will continue having conversations, but for all of the questions and conversations we want to have, we don't really have planned to do one on love. <laughs> Even though it's <laughs> maybe the, we should. Maybe we should. It's the centrality and it's the simplicity. And I have a lot of questions about lament and about suffering and about creation, <laughs> but I don't have many questions about loving others, yet it's often the thing that I'm slowest to do. Mm. Um, and and that's been really challenging me, you know. This idea that I think it's in 1 Corinthians 13, Paul talks about, you know, if I prophesy in the tongues of angels, but I do not have love, mm. I, I'm nothing. If I give all I have to the poor, but I do not have love, I'm nothing. If I run all the services in all the churches, cast out as many demons as I want, but I do not have love, I've gained nothing. Mm. And then he goes on to explain love and right at the end says, love never fails. And for me, it kind of just appears that love is, you know, the greatest investment we can make. And so, you know, in, in having all of these conversations, what does it look like to be um, loving listeners as we continue to dialogue mm. together? Like what does it look like to prioritize the love of Christ in all of these conversations. So when we talk about change, when we talk about leading on empty, when we talk Mm. about lament and we talk about power, man, what does it look like for the love of Christ to dwell in me? Yeah, because often when you get it wrong in any of these topics, that's the first thing that kind of goes out the window, you know? Yeah, yeah. I remember my youth pastor when I was 
a teenager. I was, I was having some trouble and we were just chatting one day and I can't remember how we got around to it, but he said, do you know, all people want to know is, do you love me and do you have time for me? Mm-hmm. And over the course of these chats, that's just come up mm. from out of nowhere. Yeah, I haven't yeah. thought about that thought in a number of years and it's just mm. come up, it's just mm. sprung up. And I think it was around the time we were chatting with, with Tim about the church and it's stuck yeah, with me yeah, ever yeah. since. And that's, that's, a, that's a few weeks ago now. And yeah, that's also a kind of a question that I can't shake. And it's, it's timely, obviously, because of the season we're in, we're discussing the nature of the church Everything's changed. We don't have our gatherings. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, what is the actual nature of the church? What can we? What do we want to retain? What do we want to do without? And especially given that I work in production and film, it's easy to kind of get yeah, yeah, yeah. busy doing the work of the ministry rather than actually loving the people and having time for them. Yeah, Unless, yeah. of course, they want to come in and volunteer on my <laughs> roster. Yeah, yeah. Then sure, I've got lots of time for you yeah, yeah. at 9 a.m. on a Sunday, mm. you know. So all, mm. it's it's yeah it's a it's a timely quest timely couple of questions for me yeah and and I think again to kind of stem back to what you talked about right at the beginning the kind of the reason we even started this you know the hope of these conversations isn't that people would just walk away a little more informed although you know we hope that would happen or a little more confused although we kind of <laughs> hope that would happen but. I actually hope and pray that even through these conversations, the ones we've already done, the ones that we're going to do man, that we would love God in a greater capacity, but we'd also love one another. And we would learn to love one another through both listening and and um, yeah, yeah, sharing our experiences mm. or our, our wrestles and our thoughts. And I think just that idea that's threaded through all of this about Christ being formed in us, about humility and vulnerability is really just about embracing the love of God. Like mm. I know that sounds really simplistic, but I wonder if it is. <laughs> A little more simple. Maybe we don't like talking about it because it's too simple. Yeah, the simplicity is there, but the difficulty is high. Yeah, very high. I mean, that's not to say that you just give up and say, oh, it's too hard for me. Love is above my pay grade. I'm just going to deal in uh, in something less yeah, task, than that. The task business, not the love yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. But, but really, I mean, the only antidote to the powers of death and destruction surely must be love. Yeah. You know? It's the only thing that I can. It's the only thing that I can see. But but unfortunately, we don't have like the Bible um, is not uh, like we've said before. A, like uh, a how to. It's not love for dummies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you probably could get that at, yeah. at a bookstore. I'm sure. But. Yeah. If if only if only it were that simple. But it's not. It kind of leaves it up to us yeah. to reckon with yeah. love and try and make sense of the divine as best we can mm. and what that all means for yeah, our yeah. interactions one to another. Yeah, and, and like. I hope this is your experience as well, but for me, I've I've come to realize that as I ask these big questions and I wrestle more and more and I realize that now I have more questions than I started with, mm. it's in that journey that I realize that I'm falling more and more in love with God as I do it, you know? Um, and I feel like that's awesome. Mm. And that's the goal of all of this is that, man, we would ask lots of questions and we'd probably end up the other side with more questions and more confusion and mm. oh, I don't even know exactly what this is or that is. Mm. or But man, like if we love God more because of it, awesome. If we love other people more because of it, mm. awesome. Well, let's keep having conversation. Mm. Mm. 
Thank you for joining us again, everyone. Glad that you are here to listen to us ramble on. Mm-hmm. Before we go, we just wanted to let you know about a few topics that we're pretty pumped about that are coming up. Yeah, we're going to be uh, talking in the near future around evil and suffering. We're going to have conversations around Christian cliches that sound nice but aren't very helpful. Powerful. We're going to be talking about silence and solitude, and we're going to have an awesome conversation on the body. Body oh. is temples. Now, Reese, I want to be convinced to change my diet. Do you really? Well, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see, see after the conversation. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do a recap afterwards and yeah. then we'll see. Um, and we've also got uh, a few episodes coming up that I'm particularly excited about. And we're calling them How Did We Get Here? Mm. We want to look at how did we get to the point where we are in history now and our views on the Bible. How did we get here on the church? How did we get here on heaven and hell? How did we get here on free will? So yeah, it should be should be a, an interesting chat, those yeah, ones. Looking forward to it. And of course, if this podcast has been helpful today, we invite you to send it on to a friend. Um, review, rate, subscribe uh, on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Five star ratings, Five please. Five stars, please. And uh, all, as always, you can follow along with us on social media. Our handle is at Riverview Online. And if you'd like to join us for our weekly live stream on a Sunday, please do. We go live at 10 a.m. Western Australian time, mm. which is GMT UTC plus eight from memory. Wow. Very good. And that'll be on Facebook and YouTube. And if you can't make it at 10 a.m., the stream will be live for 24 hours afterwards. Our original music today is by Andrew Warong. Until next time, keep having conversations.